Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. No duh, right? Here we discuss everything from car news, culture, movies, stories, games, interviews, events, and so much more. Without further delay, on with the show. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to this new car special. Today, we have a car I'm kind of surprised Porsche's making. I didn't, I don't know why. I just didn't think they were going to bring it back after oh so long. I didn't. Once again, came as a shock to me. I'm like, oh, wow, they're actually doing this. I didn't believe it for a second. But I am talking about the 2023 Porsche 911 Sport Classic, as it will make you go woof with its hound to houndstooth seats, decals, mm, depends on who you ask. Me, definitely. Porsche is a master of producing limited and special edition 911s to keep its core fans consistent, sorry, constantly engaged, and their latest offering, the new 911 Sport Classic, is betting on nostalgia to get those bank accounts rolling. Some of you may remember the original 997 generation Porsche 911 Sport Classic from 2009. That's what I'm talking about. That was made in a mere 250 units, all sold within 48 hours of its debut. The fresh incarnation of the Sport Classic series follows the same path, that you might have a few more slim chances of acquiring one, as Porsche will build 1,250 examples of the 992 base model. This is also the first time that a Sport Classic model will be offered for sale in the USA. I wonder why it took so long. <laughs> While the 997 Sport Classic was built around the Carrera S of the time, producing 402 horsepower, Porsche went ballistic with a new version, basing it off the wide-body 992 Turbo S. That's why it's got the turbo front end, using the same 3.7-liter twin-turbocharged flat six. However, whereas the turbo has 572 horsepower and 553 pound-feet of torque, and the turbo S 640 and 590 pound-feet of torque, both offered exclusively with all-wheel drive and an 8-speed automatic, 8-speed dual-clutch automatic, the Sport Classic's flat 6 is detuned, detuned, to 542 horsepower and 442 pound-feet of torque with a 7-speed manual gearbox driving the rear wheels only. That I like. I love to hear that. That makes it the most powerful manual gearbox model in the 911's range. Porsche says that it revised the engine mapping to deliver output compatible with the Sport Classic's layout. No other performance figures were released, but given the setup, it's safe to assume that it will lag behind the 911 Turbo's 2.7 seconds 0 to 60 or uh, 0 to 96 km per hour sprint time, despite weighing around 70 kilograms or 154 pounds less. In essence, the Sport Classic slots between the GTS and the Turbo model in terms of performance. Other standard features include a tweaked version of the Porsche Active Suspension Management, or PASM, PASM maybe, PASM, carbon composite brakes, no, ceramic composite brakes, sorry. Porsche Dynamic Chassis Controller PDCC, rear axle steering, the Sport Chrono Package, and a specially modified Sport Exhaust System that should sound louder inside as Porsche has removed some insulation from the cabin. When it comes to appearance, it's all about those retro vibes from the brand's storied past. But before we get into the details, it's worth noting that while the Sport Classic retains the 911 Turbo's wide hips, oddly, it ditches the latter's rear air inlets. The most, the most evident changes on the outside begin with the throwback ducktail spoiler that takes inspiration from the 1973 Carrera 2.7 RS and the 20-inch front and 21-inch rear five-spoke alloys with black trimmings that pay homage to the 1967 911S, but, but which aren't near as cool as the black center fuchsia style, perhaps, rims worn by the 997 Sport Classic. Special the Special Edition is painted in a similar model-exclusive sport gray metallic color to the last car, with to the last car? Okay. With two lighter gray stripes running across the top. If you don't fancy that color, solid black, a gate gray metallic, and a Genshian blue metallic will also be available. 
Then there's the Porsche and racing style number scripts on the sides, but at least Porsche's designers avoid going full Herbie the Love Bug, restricting their placement to just the doors. The other good news is that beyond being able to specify the digits between 1 and 99, insert adolescent Elon Musk Twitter joke here, those <laughs> adolescent Elon Musk Twitter joke, I'm not, eh, maybe he'd make a 69 joke, I'm not so sure about that though. Those graphics are intentionally applied as decals rather than paint so you can remove them anytime you wish. Other design elements that are unique to the limited model include a fixed spoiler lip, gold-colored gold colored badges, and a carbon fiber reinforced plastic, plastic or CFRP hood that's not offered on the 911 Turbo models and which dips in the center. That indentation matches the carbon double bubble roof that is also special to this edition. The real treat, however, is once you step inside the 911 Sport Classic, as Porsche went with a houndstooth pattern known as the Pepita design, hopefully I got that right, for the seats contrasted by light classic Cognac leather that also adorns the bottom half of the dashboard and door panels. If you squint at the photos, you may also see that there's a very thin piece of dark, piece, piece of dark Paldio wood, hopefully I got that right, trim running across the dashboard. Stuttgart's designers have planted several other little details throughout the cabin to set this model apart, including a white needle and scale markings alongside green numbers and accents on the digital instrument panel and sport chrono clock, embossed, head, embossed headrests, and a badge with the serial number on the passenger side. Furthermore, along with owning a limited edition model, 911 Sport Classic owners will be able to purchase a unique watch from Porsche Design to go with their car at an additional cost, of course. So how much does the whole car cost? Porsche said that the first examples will arrive in North America in late 2022, with pricing information to be announced closer to market arrival. However, we already know that in Germany, where it goes on sale in July, the new 911 Sport Classic is priced on €274,714, or nearly $290,000 at today's rates of the free-falling euro, or around €80,000 or $85,000 more than the 911 Turbo. In the States, the turbo starts from $174,300, if you can find one at MSRP, that is, so the Sport Classic should be priced in the neighborhood of $260,000. But you better hurry up and get your Porsche dealer on board ASAP, as used examples of early, sorry, of the older 911 Sport Classic have sold for multiple times over their MSRP in recent years, and there's no reason not to believe that this won't happen again. Alrighty, hard stats out of the way, let's talk about the looks, and honestly, I kind of want to see if I can find an interior shot here, an in-depth one anyway, I want to see what the interior is like, because I'm sure to some extent it's going to be traditional 992, but I really want to see that houndstooth interior, or that the houndstooth seat inserts. Most of the reason why is that when I heard the houndstooth, I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, that's what's on... That's an option in the Challenger now for Challenger interiors. So that was quite surprising to me. It's like, oh, wow. Challenger type interior has made it to the Porsche. Not that it is the exact same houndstooth material or supplier or anything like that, but interesting Interesting that it, it first showed up on the Challenger and now even Porsche's going with it. I like it a lot, actually. It's pretty cool, especially because it's just the seat backs. The rest of like the bolstering is still tan. I like that. I like that a lot. Good contrast. Let me see if I can. God, that is good. Nice old school look. Man, I love it. Okay, keep going. Keep going. Wait, 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 wait. Cool. Keep going. Keep going. I'm trying to see if I can find some some other interior shots. I'm seeing mostly exterior, which is okay. It's fine. But I don't want to talk about the exterior just yet. Not that I don't have anything to say. I do have a little bit to say on that. 
I have to say, so far, what's interesting is that they based it on a Porsche 911 Turbo. That's really surprising to me. I would have expected a GTS, maybe a GT3, make it like a GT3 Touring type of a deal. But no, it's actually the Turbo. Quite unexpected to me, especially because it's a detuned turbo engine, quite detuned. And it's a manual. It's just, it's such an interesting, odd, not bad, but odd combination of parts. Odd, odd base to use, and then an odd combination of parts on top of that. I'm not saying this, this is going to be the best special edition Porsche. I doubt that. But it's, it might be one of the most interesting just because of how much, considering it's based off of a turbo, considering how much it deviates from the normal formula. I'm loving the interior lot. I finally found some good shots. The seven-speed, seven-speed gear knob. The gear knob's okay. It doesn't look all that. It doesn't look all that high-end to me, but the rest of the interior is lovely. The rev counter being right in the middle and it still being an analog gauge. Thank the Lord for that. Thank the Lord for that. Such a such a lovely, a lovely touch, especially when you see it from the side. What a gorgeous interior. I love the way that they integrated the horizontally oriented touchscreen. Uh, infotainment, infotainment screen. The only thing I think that sucks about the 992 interior is because they, they have multiple little little screens in the gauge cluster and they kind of spread out. It can be hard to see from a few angles, apparently. Not great, not terrible, not the worst, but not brilliant either. But man, these photos are really, they're doing this interior justice. They might be, they might even be making it look better than it would otherwise. Lovely kind of, again, very... Cla very classy interior. I want to say old school, and it to me it almost is. It's an almost old school interior. I can't really see that wood that wood accent they talked about. It's kind of hidden. It's very subtle, but that's fine. So that interior, I'm gonna give it eight. What a gorgeous, gorgeous interior. Hell, eight point three, eight point three interior. So let's go to the exterior. What do I think? I'm not a massive fan of the turbo face. That kind of pudgy, pug-like face to me. I'm. Eh, not quite a fan. I would have preferred the Sport Chrono face where it's frowny. That I would have preferred greatly. But I'm, I've warmed up to it from when I first saw it. When I first saw it, I really didn't like it. Or at the very least, I disliked it a lot more than now. At this current moment in time, it's meh. It's okay. It's okay. It it looks good. Not my favorite, but it, it works. It works now. I've grown I've grown to like it. If If only just. So the front I would give probably a 7.3. It's a 992 face. Looks good. This front three-quarter shot that I'm looking at, though, the, the silhouette, the profile of this car, 9. 9 out of 10. Have to give it a 9 out of 10. That ducktail spoiler, my God. Fams. Famskies. That ducktail spoiler makes the car. Gives the 911 profile that, that, that athleticism. Almost that... Almost a sense of mischievousness to me because it's not just flat. It's not just reserved. There's a little bit of sportiness to it. There's a whiff of fun about it. There's a whiff of sport about it. And I get it, you know, sports car, but it makes me think of an old Le Mans, Le Mans car. An old Le Mans car. Like a nine Porsche 912, like an early 60s 911 meant for Le Mans. That's what it makes me think of. Almost a race prep street car. Street car almost a a GT car, like a Milli Milia type of car, right? That's what it makes me think of. And it's so, it's, it's so cool. And the, the best part is that it sticks up quite a bit. It's not, it's not a tiny little thing. It's a proper 911 ducktail spoiler. It's not a whale tail because that's something different. God, it's so cool. I think the only thing I'd wish is that it, it was a little wider. The, the height is perfect. I, I just prefer it to be a little wider, but yeah. 
it really adds the sportiness. Because as they said, it's like the DuckTales spoiler from the Carrera 2.7 back in the 60s. It's like that modernized. It really adds that race car aesthetic that I think a, a base 911 should have. It adds that racy look a 911 should have. And with the turbo face, to me, it's a perfect blend, a perfect balance of a little bit of restraint and a little bit of sportiness. It's, it's, a, it's a 911 turbo with the vibe of a GTS. That's kind of what it is, and that's what makes it so brilliant. And, and you, you guys know, I kind of hate to say the word vibe, but that's, there's, I can't think of a better word right now. I cannot think of a better word for it. It is a 911 turbo with the giving off, doing its best like GTS impression. Right, doing its best enthusiast Porsche impression. So, so cool. This will probably be a future classic like most special edition 911s. Is it, is it more special than the 997 Sport Classic? I'm, I don't know. I'm not totally convinced that it is. Is it special in its own right, though? Absolutely. Overall, I would give this car an 8 point, I think an 8.6 out of 10. I absolutely love it. I would, I'd be so happy to see one of these in the flesh, especially because of how rare they are. In any case, though, what do you all think of the new 911 Sport Classic? Like it, hate it? Are you somewhere in between? Let me know in the comments below. But in any case, I hope you all enjoyed this new car special. If you did, please make sure to like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, then please like, comment, share, and consider subscribing. And if you do subscribe, thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Please make sure you hit the little notification bell and then all notifications that we're notified every time I upload. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road, but you don't ever want the Podbean mobile app, hey, that's not an issue. Relax. Boot up wherever you get your podcast. Type in Cody's Car Conundrum and then choose the episode you want to listen to. I will see you all next time. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.